the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't be what comes Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Let's pray. Let's pray. As we get into the word, as we have gathered together, we're at your feet to hear you, to hear the word of God that is alive, that's active, that's life changing, that's soul searching. Lord, I pray that this word would do just that, would change our lives, would search, Lord, our hearts, reveal to us the right way, identify things in our lives that need to be changed. I pray that your word would would produce in us a longing for you in the name of Jesus. That even as we heard before, that the word of God is a seed. That it would, that as we ingest, take in the word of God, that this word would produce out of us the fruit of the spirit. Whether it's love, whether it's joy, it's peace, it's self-control, all of, all of these fruit. Lord, I pray that it would come out of us in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to be attentive, to not be distracted. Help us to focus our eyes on you today and remind us of the fact that though we are here spiritual, uh, physically in person and we can feel the chair and we can see other people, there is a greater reality that we are right before your throne at your feet and there are innumerable angels here we're in your presence and i pray that you would open our eyes to that spiritual reality that that would be even more real for us in the name of jesus amen 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 all right so i'll be talking about the life-changing encounter the life-changing encounter our texts come from isaiah 6 1 to 8 luke 5 1 to 11 And I'll just hope that as we look at some of these scriptures that I know some of us have seen many times over and over, Isaiah 6, in this portion of scripture, we see Isaiah, this is in the Old Testament, Isaiah is a prophet. A prophet is someone who does what? Just speaks the word of God, right? He's a mouthpiece to the people of God, right? And he goes to the Lord and he receives a word and then he comes as a prophet and just declares whatever word he received to the people. That's what a prophet does. That's the function of a prophet. Isaiah is a prophet to the kingdom of Judah. 
And in his lifetime as a prophet, he served different kings. And this one king under which he served was King Uzziah. King Uzziah was a young king. He came to the throne at 16 years old. 16. And he reigned for over 50 years. That's a long time. That's, that's half a century. And he did good in the eyes of the Lord, even though at the end of his life, he stumbled because he did something he wasn't supposed to do. But he was one of the you know, better kings of Judah. And in this 52nd year of his, of his reign, which is the last year of his reign, he died. And that's the place in which we find ourselves in Isaiah 6. Isaiah 6, the prophet, says in verse 1, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. So, remember the context. Uzziah has been reigning for over 50 years as king, has brought reform, has done well in the eyes of the Lord. Now that he, he dies as a king, and Isaiah sees a vision of the Lord sitting on a throne, sitting as king. So even though their earthly king, this king of Judah, is now gone, there's still reassurance that there is a king of the universe still on the throne, still ruling. Amen. Amen. And take note, right? He's sitting on the throne and he's high and lifted up. He's elevated, right? He's majestic. And what we see in verse 1 is, and the train of his robe filled the temple. That may not mean anything really to us in this culture, in this day and age, but in that time, and maybe even in different cultures, you can see and get a sense of the status of the individual by the clothes that they're wearing, right? You know, some people... Whereas some of us, you know, we wear polyester, some of us wear wool, some of us wear, you know, silk. But that's, that's just the material. But in this case, in this time, these kings, these royalties, these dignitaries had robes that would just follow them, right? And the longer your robe, the more notable you were, right? So if you had a short robe, you know, you're just like a, you're okay, middle class. But if you had a long robe, you were sitting at the front, your VIP. And what we see here is that the Lord had a train and his robe did what? Filled the temple. So just imagine this physical space. His, his train went around to the back, filled the pews, and it was just full. It engulfed the temple. So he's a majestic king. He's royal, right? So this person, this Lord that Isaiah sees is not just anybody he's a king he's exalted he's royal he commands attention and what else do we see that in verse 2 above it stood seraphim we're just we're just setting the ground right we haven't even gotten into the word right we're just setting the stage right now but above it stood seraphim which are angels and they had six wings with two they covered their face with two, they covered their feet, and with two, they flew. It's not something you see in, you know, ever, even in this world, right? But this is the description, right? That they are in the presence of the Lord, and in this unrestricted presence of the of Lord, they don't even have the ability to, to even look at God, to even look at his glory. They have to cover their eyes, and they cover their feet, because their place in which they are is holy. And they fly in. And the only thing that they do is cry out to one another. That's their sole purpose. 
Right? What do they cry? It says what? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. That's it. That's all they do. That's it. They just cry once. It's not that they whisper, right? Notice that word. They cry out. It's a proclamation. It's a declaration. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The Lord of heaven's armies. That's what the Lord of hosts means. The whole earth is full of his glory. Holy, holy. And what we're, what we're seeing, what we're witnessing is that the Lord of hosts, this king, this royal king, who is seated on the throne is described as holy, is called holy. And there is no other place in scripture that we see an attribute of God emphasized three times, right? If you know the scriptures and you search the scriptures, you see that God is light. We don't see anywhere that God is light, 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 right? God is love, but it doesn't say God is love, love, love. God is righteousness, he's justice, he's all these things, but never in scripture do you see an attribute of God raised to the third degree. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. What they're doing is they're underscoring his holiness. In the same way that when you're writing a letter and you want to bring emphasis to something, you may italicize it, you may, you know, put it in bold, you know, you may put it in caps, all caps, right, to bring attention to the word. What they used to do was that, you know, to emphasize something, they'd repeat it over and over, you know, to bring attention to it. Where we see that in, you know, different parts of scripture where it's Jesus, even, you know, everything that Jesus said was important. But there's sometimes he would preface what he was saying by saying, most assuredly or verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say to you, right? So even then we see words repeated over and over to bring emphasis, to bring attention to that word, right? But here we see holy, holy, holy is the Lord, meaning that he is, this is something, you know, that you can't miss, right? He is holy. And it, you could read it like, you know, he is described as holy, but you could also read it as that's what he is. That's, you know, that's his name. That's that's how you address him. It's holy. Amen. And it says the whole earth is full of his glory. The whole earth is full of his glory. That though he is enthroned in heaven, the whole earth, not just, you know, little Hyde Park or Boston or Massachusetts. This is not North America. This is the whole earth is full of his glory. This is a glorious God, right? Maybe the highest ruler or dignitary that you may know is a governor or a state rep or a president, but you know, the president has restrictions to their nation, right? This, this king, he, he's Lord over all. Amen. His glory fills the whole earth. So no matter what tongue you speak, no matter what language you speak, he's king over where you live, over where you are. Amen. And this is the vision, right? This is the vision that Isaiah sees. And what happens? What happens? Well, there's an earthquake. At the cry of their voice, there's an earthquake. It says that the, the door, the doorposts were shaken and the house was filled with smoke. But that's not the only thing that happens. Isaiah is also shaken. Isaiah is shaken up. He says, woe is me, for I am undone. I am ruined. I, I'm, I'm terrified at the sight of what he's seeing at, at this king 
who is high and lifted up, who is who is who is enthroned in the seraphim's praise. He's terrified at all that he's seeing that the Lord is holy. He says, Woe is me, I am undone, I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. Why does he say this? It's simply because he says, What? For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. That's it. Isaiah, the prophet of God, the one who speaks on behalf of God, sees a vision of God, hears a proclamation of his holiness, and he's shaken to the core. He's messed up. He's ruined. Woe is me, because my eyes have seen the king. In the year that King eyes died, what? I saw the Lord. But even though he saw the Lord, he wasn't, he was still put together then. He was still intact then. It was at the moment that they cried, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, that he was shaken, and that he actually saw clearly who this person is. So this magnificent person, this magnificent king, who is high and exalted, Isaiah catches a glimpse of him, and he's, he's just, he's messed up, he's, he's anxious, he's, he's frightened, he's terrified at the sight. I want us to draw attention to Isaiah's reaction. I want us to see that. I want us to observe that that this this note this 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 prophet, even though he's a prophet, he still he sees the king and he's still shaken to the core. It's because his eyes have seen the king. We see this happen, right? So let's pin this in your mind. We see this happen again in scripture, right? When you see ordinary people like you and I, people, human beings, and they experience God, they encounter God, they encounter his holiness. When we say that God is holy, what does that mean? We mean that God is, he's set apart, he, he's distinct. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.